0: Hello and welcome to the International Triathlon Podcast. I'm your host Nate Fdot. I am an elite triathlete. My goal for this podcast is to shed a little light on the elite, draft legal, and short course triathlon racing scene by providing news and sharing stories you won't normally hear from athletes all over the world. So let's talk about it. Hello and welcome to the International Triathlon Podcast. I am super excited to have this guest, Thomas Gilmo. He is from Belgium. He has been the under twenty three national champion for Belgium before, and he is just an all around great guy to go on some group rides with, have some coffee, good conversation. Thomas, how are you doing?
1: Hey Nate. Uh, hey Nathan, how are you? Like I'm actually I'm. I am pretty good here in uh, Girona with like the sun is shining since a few days. It's a very good temperature. So we are just missing you here. But yeah, life is going great.
0: Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I've been watching you guys on Instagram, seeing your training over there in Girona. looks like it's going well. And it's good to hear the weather is coming back around. Because when I left, it was pretty cold. So I was pretty happy to get
1: out of there. Yeah. Actually, like we didn't have to complain for the last few days. We had like above 25 degrees. Like today, even 28 degrees, something like this. Oh. Sun shining all day, so... Dude,
0: that's awesome. It doesn't get much right. better than that. <laughs> so now you can start having some iced coffees at the, at the cafes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, finally.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's really good. So for people who don't know who you are, um, just give us a little bit of info about yourself.
1: So uh, yeah, I'm uh, Thomas Gambo. I'm from uh, Belgium. Um, I've been living in the French part of Belgium uh, for like always. Mm-hmm. Um, like 20k south of Brussels. Um, I've joined uh, the PTC training group of uh, Glenn Polinis, uh four or five years ago now, and uh, we decided to move with all of the group to Girona for like to have like the best uh, training uh, roads or uh, even the weather now, because there's a big difference with the like, the, like in Belgium. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I've been racing international races, like more European races, last few years. Um, and I've been a few, like a couple of times, Belgian champs on sprint distance, on big distance or team. Uh, so, yeah, that's a bit about me.
0: Oh, that's Awesome. Uh, yeah, the weather in Girona is super nice, and there's a lot of athletes who are living there right now, so it's just all around a great place to train, and when you go to the pool, for example, there's, like, Olympic medalists just swimming in the pool, so it's pretty motivating, and yeah, it's just cool, it's pretty central, easy to fly places, so it's, it's a rad place to be. Um, so you have been racing internationally for a while, but, like, when did you start doing triathlon?
1: Oof, uh, I started doing triathlon like uh, when I was like around 10 years old. So mm-hmm. like, let's say 12, 13 years ago,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, I first started. Uh, actually, I started with archery, which, I, which has right. like, nothing to do with <laughs> You triathlon. started
0: archery, really?
1: Yeah, yeah, and I was even like um, chairman of my city, so be oh, careful. Wow. <laughs> oh, shoot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then actually, I, I stopped for uh, triathlon because like um, I was already running a bit. And I made like a a few friends in my travel team. And then like we wanted to see each other like more often. So we decided like all of us to do it like more, like a bit more and more. And then like seeing my level was improving. I was like, hey, why not trying it more seriously? So here I am.
0: That's really cool. So you're like 10 years old you're doing archery and then you have friends you're all kind of starting to do triathlon do you think a big appeal for triathlon to you is just like you can hang out and talk with your friends and stuff because i imagine for archery it's not as social (laughs) as going for a run or a bike ride with someone
1: yeah i think like that was like the best thing about like triathlon was just like because it was like always like after school like quite late for like all stream trainings just like doing some um like carpool to go together like to the pool Mm -hmm. uh yeah just enjoying like them staying like 30 minutes under the hot shower Mm -hmm. like yeah that was a good life
0: (laughs) that's that's really cool and that's honestly that's super refreshing because i there's so many people who like get into triathlon later on like maybe in their 20s because they're like collegiate runners or swimmers or something and they're like oh i want to go to the olympics and that's like their motivation but for 10 year old thomas it was just like i just want to hang out with my friends <laughs> do triathlon so that's and actually I mean.
1: it still is like if you yeah. think about it like i'm enjoying like here in Germany as a group just like going for rides with friends even like out of the group just talking mm-hmm. with people so
0: yeah that's really cool and yeah that's something that I haven't heard that often. That's that's a really, really cool perspective. So let's take it back a while, I guess, since you've been doing triathlon for so long. And what's one of like a silly mistake you've made in one of your first triathlons, if you can remember?
1: I think it's like a mistake I'm still sometimes doing, okay. actually. Yeah. I'm learning. And uh, like a few people would like recognize me in it because uh, like it's more like in the... Um, open water swim Hmm. i'm not swimming straight and like when i'm telling you i'm not swimming straight sometimes i'm like swimming on the opposite way and like really (sighs) yeah and even though like i used to be kind of a good swimmer when i was like as a young i lost like so many first groups
0: Mm -hmm.
1: just because like i swim like the opposite way of the buoy so wow and i'm still doing this mistake most of the time yeah even though i don't have any eye problems
0: so. no no I problems just swims swims to one side is it like one side like do you tend to swim to the right or to the left or is it just you just swim the wrong way
1: yeah just the wrong way oh so, wow so, so I never fall on my feet actually
0: wow that's crazy um yeah swimming is tough honestly in my last race in Mexico I'm pretty sure I swam the total wrong way and like missed the group so it was, it was a bummer but you know it just it happens sometimes it's mm-hmm. it's open water swimming it's hard to explain to people how chaotic it can be and how mm. disorienting it is and like even if there's just a little bit of like chop or waves or something even if it's just like one foot which you don't think is that high like being in the water it's hard to lift your head a foot out of the mm-hmm. water and see so yeah yeah it's it's pretty crazy well mm. yeah so you're in drone right now Training's going well, the sun's shining and stuff. What kind of phase of your training are you in right now? And like, what are you preparing for?
1: So actually like now we are in taper because the first race is uh, approaching this weekend Mm -hmm. in uh, South Africa. Uh, Yeah, I've been missing like a few races last year because of a crash and COVID. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, I'm racing in uh, South Africa and Namibia the next few weeks to get some points to try to get a bit easier to get into the start lines because mm-hmm. it gets, like, quite difficult. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we have, we have had, like, a quite a short, like, winter base because, like, Abu Dhabi was quite late. Um, and, yeah, we are back into intensity and now taper. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so for the listeners who are maybe unfamiliar, how important is it and how hard is it to get starts on like European and World Cup races as a European athlete? And like, how, how, what do you Mm -hmm. need to do to get on those European start lists?
1: So like, uh, to be able to race in Europe. Um, so there are only like, I don't know, like 65 places on Mm -hmm. the start line or something like this. Yeah. And so like you tell your, your country, yeah, I would like to race this race. But if you are not in the first sixty five sixty five uh, places of the con like of uh the people asking to race, then you're not gonna enter mm-hmm. the race so you get to like improve your ranking your international ranking um and like if you can't get into a race you can't improve your ranking mm-hmm. so you have to find races where you you can win some points yeah <laughs> that's why we yeah. go to south africa mm-hmm. <laughs> so so, yeah, and like now there are also like name changes possible mm-hmm. to to get into races. Yeah, and Belgium oh, yeah. is going to do some sort. Yeah, might be okay. too.
0: Yeah, so the races in South Africa and like other places that are maybe a little further away, they're typically not full, so it's easier to get on those start lists, and you can mm-hmm. get some points, and then yeah, start racing the Europe races. Mm-hmm. So you're racing this weekend. Um, are you you feeling good going into it? You ready?
1: Yeah, actually the shape is, I hope it's quite good. Like training has shown some very good numbers. So I'm quite excited to like first to go there. Not Mm -hmm. even like I'm excited to race, of course, but Mm -hmm. like like first I'm excited to go into South Africa for the first time. Then uh, yeah, racing is going to be Olympic distance, which is my favorite distance. Mm -hmm. So I, I look always like a lot forward to Olympic distance races um like then the week after uh i think it's only six days after south africa Mm -hmm. i'm racing namibia which is a sprint distance um so yeah it's gonna be recovery uh like the primary focus after the race so yeah
0: yeah that's awesome so when was the last race you got to start because you kind of mentioned there Mm -hmm. it was a little tough end to the season but yeah when was your last race
1: uh, let's say the last race I finished with my whole body, I'm going to say, mm-hmm. was on the 3rd of September, World Cup uh, Valencia. Mm-hmm. Um, like a couple of weeks after, because my shape was like kind of good, like even very good, I raised, um, it was the last race of the Belgian First Division. Uh, I had kind of a very bad crash, mm-hmm. which um, I-, I let a lot of my body on the ground, to yeah. be honest. Um, and I, I was supposed to race in uh, the Asian Cup in Jordania like again to get some points mm-hmm. the week after. and I traveled there because I was feel like sure, I was thinking like I'm gonna be able to race, mm-hmm. uh, which actually wasn't the case because there was like kind of an infection in my foot because of the crash. Mm-hmm. and I could barely walk, actually. Yeah. And, uh, also my bike broke during the flights, which didn't help. <sighs> Man. um and then like a couple of months later we rebuild it for uh worlds uh, under 23 in Abu Dhabi mm-hmm. where sadly I tested positive for COVID the day before the race mm. which actually was the first time I got COVID so wow it's a bad luck happens yeah mm.
0: bad time to get it
1: yeah so so yeah
0: that's crazy. My so, first race in a, in a long time. Yeah, <laughs> that's like almost six months if it's been since September. And yeah, I was actually in Jordan. And I think that was like the first time I saw you. And you were all bandaged up and stuff. I saw you like the day before the race. And I'm like, I don't think this guy's going to race. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I even tried good. to do
1: like the, the swim time. I like, I, I was putting like a lot of bandage around my leg mm-hmm. and stuff. I, I could swim for like it's 300 meters. Then like I was like full of pain. I was like, okay. Yeah, I'm need near the call, is my coach. Yeah.
0: Be- and, and it was salty too. So that's literally like salt in your wound. And yeah, and also
1: like I was doing like so much heat prep for it for this race mm-hmm. and also heat prep for Abu Dhabi like every day going to the sauna, like doing some stuff like this. And then like, like,
0: yeah. Yeah. That's, that's hard, man. So I guess I got to ask like, how, how do you balance? since it's been like six months since you've raced you know like how do you balance your personal life living in Girona and stuff and triathlon because most people it's like they go from race to race and all this stuff like I know people who their last race was in December and then they raced in like February this year but you've had Mm -hmm. such a long time so what do you do like just like for yourself to keep yourself I don't know busy since you're not racing
1: yeah, to be honest, it was like quite difficult it was some rough time mm-hmm. for me personally. Um, I'm also studying in Belgium. So mm-hmm. so yeah, I had something to focus on, like my exams. Um, so that's helped me like a bit to don't think about what I missed. And mm-hmm. um, even though they were like very good opportunities. Uh, and actually, like all those kind of setbacks give me some motivation to get back into it, into the um, winter training, because like it was kind of difficult to be in Girona and being like in off season and seeing like everyone already like training for a few weeks. And when you start. Like you you can't even like follow them or like you have COVID, so you had COVID so you can't even breathe or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And like I also went to see like during off season I went to see my brother run his first marathon in mm-hmm. Valencia mm-hmm. and I still I still remember like the day before the race his race we went for a, a easy jog uh, it was my first training of the off season and like I couldn't even run five minutes per kilometer pace oh wow so like oh like how yeah so yeah but I. Like I had a lot of setbacks last few months and I'm happy to, to be back into it like completely.
0: Yeah, definitely. Do you think, um, seeing your brother and things like that just helped you get through that rough time?
1: Yeah. I think like seeing people achieving their, like their goals or just like, even, if even though they're like small goals, like it helped me like, just to know, like, Hey, like the world isn't down by just not racing two races Mm -hmm. and like you're going to crush it next year so you like what i did the last past month like it's never it's never going to be losing like i'm going to be able to get something about it like Mm -hmm. from it so so yeah
0: yeah that's really cool and did you have any like little wins in 2022 maybe not even like sports related but maybe with like your school or just like any, like, little things that were a positive in that time?
1: Uh, yeah, Actually, I'm going to say, I, I, like, I met my girlfriend in Toronto last year.
0: Oh, nice. That's a big positive. Uh, at,
1: La, at, La, at La Comuna. So, um, <laughs> yeah. so I'm, I'm going to say this is, like, kind of a win mm-hmm. uh, for me because, like, she helped me a lot, like, going through all those moments.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, like, like, she's from another country, so we learned a lot about, like, traveling. Long distance, and I think like this helped me to get through a lot of things. So yeah, that, was, that was kind of my win of 2022.
0: Nice, that's awesome, man. La Comuna, that's the spot, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, I was studying there, so yeah, go study at La Comuna.
0: <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Hey, anyone who's a triathlete or cyclist who's single, just just go to La Comuna and study, and you never know what could happen. <laughs> mm-hmm that's awesome so that's really cool that's that's a huge positive um for maybe a time that Mm -hmm. wasn't good and who's to who's to say like maybe if you were racing during that time you wouldn't have been at la Comuna that weekend and you wouldn't have met her so you never know that's how life works out sometimes um so yeah so you're feeling good training's going all well and stuff um what are your what are your main goals for 2023 like what are you hoping to get out of this year
1: so yeah, uh, 2023 is going to be my last year as under-23 mm-hmm. athlete. So it's going to be like quite important for me. Um, like my goals are a bit the same as last year. It's going to be like to improve my ranking and to race to try to raise that uh 2023 in Pontevedra. Mm-hmm. Um, like and also trying to like work on myself on training and trying to change a bit my mindsets on uh, some rough times. Mm-hmm. so yeah
0: nice how big of an impact do you think your mindset is for racing and
1: training uh like it has a very important uh like impact uh, even more on myself like on me mm-hmm. because like I had like during COVID, uh, during COVID a few years ago I kind of set back of and I was like do I still want to do it and I wasn't sure about it, like, I was kind of a burnout, I'm gonna say, of sports,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and I'm glad I went through it, and, like, knowing I really want to do it, and I'm going full on on it, like, helping me a lot, Mm -hmm. so, yeah.
0: Yeah, and do you find it helpful to, like, uh, like, talk to people about, like, what you're going through and stuff in sport? or like how do you how do you like deal with those times that aren't very fun you know like covid
1: or not racing or all these things i think mental health is very important even more into like in sports um and yeah i think it's very important to to be able to you know to see the um, small thing happens happening into your life um like knowing it's Kind of a bad habit happening and you know it can like it can lead it to something negative in the future mm-hmm. so and like knowing to you know like to recognize them and to be able to talk with people about it can help you not to go into those bad manners in the future
0: mm-hmm.
1: so i think like being able to talk to people early enough is very important mm-hmm. and yeah so
0: Yeah. And I like how you said it's kind of like a habit, you know, because training essentially every day is just forming a habit of getting up, Mm -hmm. going to the pool and things like that. But we also can form habits with our mindset and the things that affect that. So how did you grow those habits or what habits do you have surrounding like your mental aspect of life and sport like when you feel like you're maybe going into a negative place what kind of habits do you have that help keep you from going Um, further down yeah
1: i'll actually i like to um, to meditate
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and to like to also know when to take time for myself like i'm kind of an introvert so like i would rather stay like a few weeks without seeing anyone than to like see a bunch of people age 24 so actually when i know i'm gonna see like a bunch of people uh and i'm like i'm feeling tired or or whatever i try to like like breathe and to like you know like be like feel your body and say like like it's gonna go well like at the end of the day you're gonna go to bed and the day after you're gonna feel better Mm -hmm. so yeah it's kind of difficult to to put it into words but yeah I, i think meditation is something that helped me a lot into it
0: No, that's really cool. And I think maybe like something I feel like you're trying to describe is like, you kind of just maybe detach from like the the feeling and stuff, you know, like, okay, this isn't like, I don't need to be stressed about this. Like, this is going to be okay. It's going to work out and meditation kind of helps you like detach from that, which is super helpful.
1: Yeah. That's that's what I, yeah, that was
0: it. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm always impressed this is like a total side note. Like I'm always impressed like with how good your English is and like how many languages you speak. Like I can't imagine like what's going on in your brain and stuff, like trying to use the yeah. right words
1: and stuff. So actually like days here in Girona are not easy for me, like because I i normally speak French. But mm-hmm. like hopefully like now my brother is here in Girona for a few months. Mm-hmm. So it's good like I have someone to speak French with. Mm-hmm. like then in the group we are talking or dutch because like some like most of the belgian guys actually i'm the only french guy from belgium in the group mm-hmm. those are dutch so we speak dutch and like with the rest of the international athletes we speak english mm-hmm. i'm learning spanish yeah. uh and my girlfriend is danish so i speak english with her oh wow so it's kind of like disturbing to always speak like different language languages
0: yeah that's that's impressive <laughs> though i'm i that's really cool how how you can do that and process it and get your thoughts out there. But I'm
1: grateful actually for Travel to mm-hmm. let me improve my English daily and my other languages. So yeah, so, yeah.
0: that's awesome. Yeah, so you're gonna work on uh, improving your world ranking and stuff this year in 2023, and hopefully be able to start like some of those european races and stuff and you have under 23 worlds in pontevedra which will be super cool like super easy travel from girona there so that would be a huge huge plus um it's your first race this weekend so like what what do you hope to get out of that like how are you approaching it i'm assuming you're pretty excited because you're like actually fit Mm -hmm. and healthy and stuff so like how are you feeling going (laughs) into it
1: yeah, actually, it's gonna be like the first race in a while, so it's kind of difficult to know how I'm gonna feel.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: like, obviously, I'm excited to race, but it's first race of the season. Uh, we had a very good winter, um, so but you never know like what can happen. Um, yeah, like we we have worked on every details. According to me, it should go well. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and now just have to do it
0: yeah just have to execute have fun what would be what would be like a successful race for you in south africa
1: Uh, actually like i've already made a lot of different plans that could happen Mm -hmm. um yeah i think like i know there's going to be like um a breakaway in the swim because jamie riddle and Mm -hmm. some very fast swimming guys like his from the ptc are racing um, so there might be, there's going to be like a breakaway and the swim. Um, normally I, I hope so. I'm going to be like in the, the big bunch, mm-hmm. um, and then like trying to, to catch up the front guy, like the front guys, mm-hmm. even though they're like very good cyclists. Yeah. And no, norm- I, I trust my running legs for Olympic distance. Mm-hmm. I run a few good 10 K runs off the bike. So, so yeah, no, just trying to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So second pack, um, chase them down, you know, ideally mm-hmm. perfect world. You'll catch them before the run and then just yeah. back yourself on the run.
1: And it's like a, not really a technical course. So it's mm-hmm. kind of, it's good for me, even though we have been working a lot on my, my skills mm-hmm. lately, but, uh, yeah, I think like the race course is kind of good for me. So yeah, just, yeah,
0: that's awesome. And, I raced there last year and just the fans and like the support they have for the race is super cool. So like every lap you come around there's like a decent amount of people who'll be cheering you on. So it's it's a really fun race. But definitely definitely one of my favorite ones from last year. So mm-hmm. should be fun. <laughs> yeah, looking
1: forward to yeah. to it. So.
0: Yeah, definitely. So do you have anything kind of planned after this these two races in Africa or are you just going to see what happens? At the races and then decide.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, we have kind of a plan for for this year. Uh, it's still like kind of depends of like the races uh, here in South Africa. Um, yeah, I might race some European cups afterwards, and maybe Belgian champs, Olympic distance, because yeah, I want to like it's kind of on my biggest list to to win it the last time because so I've been uh, unbeaten for all the under thirty three years. Oh, nice um yeah then uh, some maybe some bundesliga races mm-hmm. Uh and then like the summer prep it's gonna be there so
0: that's really cool so, yeah. sweet dude um so yeah i don't really have anything else but just like where can people follow you along and find out more about you
1: uh yeah they can follow me like on instagram on uh actually what is my my instagram is like g underscore thomas c i think yeah well, and also like on the mm-hmm. actually like on the ptc accounts yeah. no, or trainings group okay like, nice. yeah i think it's pretty, awesome very
0: good well i'll link i'll link both those instagrams in the description of this video so you guys could just scroll down there and uh follow them along um but yeah man it was great tracking great chatting with you i wish you the best in 2023 and yeah i hope you crush it this weekend
1: Yeah, thanks for having me,
0: Thank you so much for listening to that episode of the International Triathlon Podcast. Now, before you go and follow our amazing guests, there's three things you can do that will really help this show grow. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star review. That helps get the show out to way more people. And then you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel because we don't just post the podcast episodes, but we also post highlights and other fun videos. And the last thing you can do is follow us on Instagram for all other updates. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Nate FDOT. And remember, let's keep talking about it.